Good afternoon and welcome to the Totally Frag Podcast. I'm your host, Lady Spider, a.k.a. Evil Fishy. And, you know, I can be found on Xbox for the most part. Anyhow, big shout out today because we are on the last few days before E3. So, of course, the big news is coming out as to where we're going to be able to view and watch different aspects of E3. So, get out your Twitch, your YouTube, your... um websites it doesn't matter where you're going to look you can be on the xbox you can be off the xbox be on your pc do what you need to do get on your phone but the conference starts here shortly so we are the 8th of june the conference officially starts on the 12th that being said there's a lot of prelim stuff so there's a lot of stuff coming out in the next few days that you should be aware of first off let's talk about the elephant in the room for xbox and the PC players, and that is PlayStation, or it's the, um, sorry, Fantasy Star Online New Genesis. That's right, PSO2 New Genesis is launching and dropping big time on the 9th. It's the 8th today, so that means tomorrow you will be able to play this game. Everybody is very excited. The beta had some really good things to show us, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays. Anyhow, you can get online right now and download and preload it onto your Xbox. If you haven't already, you can also do the same on your computer. So please, if you are a PSO2 player, get on and do your downloads today. It's going to make things a heck of a lot easier tomorrow when we're all trying to log in at the same time. Because, we'll, of course, we'll already be there. So, again, PSO2 New Genesis is actually dropping tomorrow. That's right. Be excited. Whoop, whoop. So what's going on in the world of gaming these days? Arc just dropped a big bomb on us and gave us the new Genesis 2-pack. And I have to say, it's been pretty awesome. You should check it out. There's some pretty neat stuff in the new Genesis 2 package. So check it out. Some of the new characters, some of the new gameplay. There's missions. It's kind of opening it up to more of an MMORPG with side quests. So it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, if you're an ARC player and you've been playing since Inception, God forbid, those of us that have been there, well, that would be me. Uh, we've put in some major hours on ARC, so to get the Genesis package, number two is pretty awesome. Genesis 1, of course, sucked for us Xbox players because it became a single-player game. Uh, Ark was definitely designed to have a community involved, and when you're not playing with a community, it gets pretty boring. Sorry, wildcard, but your first package was the shits. So let's hope that, you know, you keep your ass in gear and get things sorted out. There's still a lot of bugs, of course. Uh, wildcard has a bad habit of putting stuff out that's a little buggy. So, of course, within a couple of days of the first of the patch drop, we, of course, got the first patch for the new Genesis patch. So, go figure. As per typical wild card, it is what it is. So, being the gamers that we are, you know, we give them a little bit of leeway. But at the same point, it's getting a little tough to be a really big fan of ARC these days. That being said, there are some new MMORPGs out on the Ethernet, kind of hanging out in the background. We're going to see a new one called Palea coming out. It's in the pre-alpha stage right now. Now, if you haven't seen anything about this, Google it. P-A-L-I-A. -A. 
it looks kind of cool. It's going to take um, the MMORPG from being, you know, basic to expansive. So we're going to go from, you know, taming dinosaurs and building primitive homes and whatnot onto Ark or going into, say, World of Warcraft and doing the questions and everything. Combine those two, change it up a little bit, make it a little more modern, and you got Palea. It looks like it's going to be a pretty awesome thing. Is it going to come to console? That's what they're saying, but right now it's going to be on PC only. So again, it's pre-alpha. Get online, check it out, see what you can do. Who knows? Maybe your PC is fast enough and you can check it out and play it and give me some feedback. That would be awesome. I would love to talk to you about it when you get in there to play it. I will be looking into it. My PC isn't the best, so I don't know if I'll be gaming on it, but I'm going to definitely take a look and see if it's going to be worth coming off of the Xbox to play a little bit of PC gaming. I'm not a big PC gamer. I prefer to sit there on my couch with my controller in hand, talking to my community and gaming through Xbox, but you know, there's a pretty good community on the PC as well. What else is coming up? So there's a lot of hush-hush and there's a lot of silence and there's a lot been a lot of big talk as far as what games are going to showcase at E3. Blizzard is going to be doing some major announcing, of course, with the lovely Microsoft crew. That is going to happen on the 15th. Your, or sorry, that was Bethesda. will be with uh, Microsoft on the 15th, not Blizzard. My apologies. You're going to see some Bandai Namco stuff. You're going to see some Sony stuff. You're going to see very little Sony stuff because, of course, Sony has their own gaming convention that comes up shortly after E3. So let's keep our eyes out for that one as well. There's going to be a Digital Revolver again is going to be doing a big uh, push on their own and they will be uh, showcasing at E3 I believe on Sunday. So big things are happening over the weekend. Of course it launches first thing on Friday. You're going to see the pre-shows and all the fun stuff on Xbox. You're going to see a little bit of the heads up and what's going on in the community over the internet. So keep your eyes peeled. Get online again. Twitch, YouTube, Xbox, wherever you need to be, Google it, find it, get on it. If you are a fan or favorite of mine, just send me a quick message. I can send you the links for some of the showcases that are coming up. We are going to see some pretty awesome new games, but we're also going to see some stuff that's been in the works for a while. That being said, we're, let's talk a little bit about Halo. So Halo Infinite is coming, however... It's kind of sneaky. I have a stinking suspicion that some of the guys are right and we're not going to see Halo until the 20th anniversary. But you know what? That 20th anniversary is sneaking up very quickly. We're looking at November 2022. That is 20 years of Halo on the Xbox. It's hard to believe that 20 years ago we started gaming with Halo and with the Xbox along with Microsoft and we had a lot of fun. 20 years ago, Halo looked a lot different than it is going to look now. I mean, the graphics alone are going to be a big change, but we're also going to see some different gameplay and we're going to see a different side of Master Chief. So I think that one's going to be pretty awesome. 
Now, what else is coming out? There's been a little bit of talk about Starquake. And, you know, if you're watching things, Starquake has been in the mix for five or six years now. Are we going to see it launch? Mm, I think we've still got five years out before we're going to see that launch. But who knows? We might see a little bit of what's coming up. Let's hope we get more than just a trailer this year. Maybe we'll get a little teaser. Maybe we'll get a beta. Who knows? We're going to have to find out at E3. E3, of course, is 100% digital this year because of COVID. Last year, they skipped it. So we are going to see anybody who wants to check out E3 can this year. It's not going to limit to industry staff because it's not going to be held where the public can attend. So the public can actually attend online with us and check out E3 and be able to see and hear everything that we're hearing and seeing even when we're working in industry. So that's kind of cool. You can't complain too much about that. It's a nice way to open E3 up. And it, of course, is making waves across the universe when it comes to gaming with all of the lovely stuff that we've learned in the last year and a half of being stuck at home. Being stuck at home, of course, has also made some big changes when it comes to the Xbox and the PlayStation consoles because, again, we're still waiting for stuff to kind of... Um, level out so that we can see and purchase these systems outright with all of course the bots and stuff that picked up the xboxes and the playstations with inception when they dropped in their launch time and of course through a bit of a wrench in the system which slowed down production as well as slowed down people getting those boxes for a decent rate so we're seeing that is starting to come back now Best Buy and a lot of other retailers stepped up and they made it so that you can only purchase one per household. I mean, that sucks if you've got multiple gamers in your household because Lord love a duck, everybody knows you need your own Xbox or your own PlayStation because you don't like to share, right? Especially when you want to play one game and your partner or your roommate wants to play something else. So that kind of sucks. But other than that, they are starting to see some of the stock stick around for a day or two, not very long. So if you are looking to get those new Xboxes or those new Playstations, remember to watch your sites. Usually Wednesdays you will see Best Buy, Walmart, uh, Microsoft Store, Sony Store, as well as Amazon will drop certain um, inventory so that you can pick it up. Best Buy will not allow you to purchase in-store at this point, at least in Quebec. Now, right now, you have to actually place your order online and then you can go and pick it up in store because they want to make sure that it is you and that it's only you picking it up. And it's also their way of tracking to make sure that you only have one Xbox per house. So if you have multiple addresses, it works great. If you don't, you're kind of screwed. But be prepared to show your ID in order to get that Xbox when you show up at the store. So that's a good thing to know or your PlayStation, by the way. Um, other than that, keep an eye out. Microsoft Store has been posting that they have stock for both the Xbox One X Series or Series X as well as the Series S. So both of those have been in stock in the Microsoft Store the last couple of weeks, so you should be able to start to pick those up. That being said, this is the first generation of this console. So because it dropped in November, we are now looking at the first update to be coming out, and I would say that's going to be within November, but it's not going to be a hardware update. You're going to see this as a software update. They are going to do a push to your Xbox to update your Xbox graphics and all of that fun stuff in the background 
So it's going to come through your console directly as opposed to you having to go out and purchase a new console, which is fantastic. That's just showing that computing aspect of things is starting to pick up and that they are being able to extend the life of their product as opposed to, you know, put out your first generation and then six months later have to put out a second generation. So when they dropped the Series X as well as the Series S at the same time, in a way, it was a good move for Microsoft just because now their software is, or their hardware is out there. It's just going to be a software update to give it a, a good kick in the pants. I love mine. Let me just put it out there in the universe. If you don't have fiber internet, dude, pick it up. I just changed my fiber or changed my internet to fiber. So I've got a one gig up, one gig down for downloading and stuff for games. or sorry, Fantasy Star Online the new Genesis package is about 80 gig for your Xbox. Normally 80 gig is a painful, painful download when you're downloading through the system. However, tie it to the Series X and fiber internet. Oh my God, dude. The 80 gigs was like less than 10 minutes for me. It was the bomb today. Downloaded, it's ready to go. First thing tomorrow, once I have the time, I can actually log into New Genesis without having the stress. I can update my box in no time flat with the fiber internet. Definitely worth the risk. Definitely worth the time. Definitely worth the money. That being said, my fiber internet is actually cheaper than my last internet package. My last internet package I was on was a 700 up, 700 down. And it was roughly $167 a year. Sorry, $167 a month. I change that to the fiber internet and I'm paying less than that now way less than that now so it's well worth it for me to change it to fiber now that fiber is coming up in most of the communities across Canada I can't speak for the states or any of the other countries out there but if you have access to it utilize it it is going to make your gaming life so much better the lag time has been nil when I'm playing on my Xbox and I have to say even when I'm computing the lag time is not there. So it's well worth the upgrade. What else is coming up? What's going on? The universe is about to explode. That's right. E3 is one of the best conferences through the year. And it's the one that I look forward to every year. I have been watching and participating with the E3 crew since, whoa, my gosh, let's just say 20 years ago. When the first E3 that I could attend was available to attend online, I was there. I was doing my podcast. I was I was working with my community. I was talking to my community. We were checking out the games. There's nothing more exciting than being sitting there on your console, chatting with your buddies, being in Twitch, whatever you need to do, and to be able to be all excited and blowing up shit as things are announced. It is the bomb. Now, let's talk a little bit about PC gaming. I am a big Xbox gamer, as you all know. I talk about the Xbox a lot. It's my focus. It's where I'm at. It's what I've been doing for the last 20 years. PC gaming, however, was where I started. Now, when we talk about PC gaming and we go back, way back, I mean way back, we're talking about let's get the, the wiggly fingers and the wavy lines and go way back because you know I'm ancient. Um, we're talking about games like that came out on the Apple IIe. We're talking about the Commodore 64. We're talking about the Commodore 128. We're talking about the things that started the internet gaming sensation. 
playing on the BOD modems. Oh, that was painful. I tell you, if you haven't experienced that, you guys are so spoiled because they were the worst. Anyhow, let's go back to PC gaming. PC gaming has had some major announcements. It's had a lot of ups and a lot of downs, and it's had a lot of stuff going on this year. The biggest thing this year has been the graphic cards. The components to create the graphic cards are just not available. So the graphic cards are not being built as fast as they should be. So of course our PC gamers are sitting there in the background starting to do a little bit of crying and a little bit of whining about this fact. And you know, it is out there and it is what it is. You are going to have to wait your time because, you know, those graphic cards just aren't coming anytime soon. Until those components are available, you're not going to see them. But we're not just seeing that across the gaming community. Of course, it goes into the other industries. We're seeing it in automotive. We're seeing it in oil and gas. We're seeing it all out there because the components aren't there to build motherboards. They're not there to build graphic cards. They're not there. So that being said, PC gaming is still evolving. So as we look at things, we're going to see things like EVE Online is doing a big update this year. And they're going to be at E3 and they're going to be co um, conversing about this. EVE Online is an online MMORPG. It's based in space. And, you know, when I played it many, many moons ago, it was really cool. It was in beta when I first started to play it. And I played it for a little while, but I didn't get... It wasn't my game. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. It was on the PC as opposed to being on the console. And at that time, I was starting to look at the consoles more thoroughly. And I found that the console gaming was just more fun for me. That being said, we were at the time, there was TeamSpeak out there. There was Skype. There was some of these older versions of the online communications aspects. But they just weren't there yet. So now that we have Discord, we have TeamSpeak, we have all of this new stuff, this new technology, as well as the fact is we've got Facebook market or Facebook chat, whatever you need to do, you can converse with people all over the world. You can still be gaming and still have fun and be able to, to communicate with your community, which is great. So EVE Online, it has a big presence at E3 and it was in the announcement list. So I'm pretty curious to see what they've got coming out. Bethesda, of course, is updating their stuff. They're going to, of course, announce a lot of stuff when they come out. They've been building for, of course, Microsoft bought them, but they've been building for Sony. They've still got some PC stuff on the go. We're going to see some announcements when it comes to a lot of the new PC games. But PC gaming, I believe we're going to see their conference on Saturday. If you're watching... The conference list, I believe it's Saturday evening. PC Gamer will be out and having their conference. So you'll be able to check on what's coming out for PC games. Oh, what else is coming up? We've got some new racing games. We've got some new MMORPGs. We're seeing more role-playing games are starting to show up on the Xbox console. PlayStation has always been the place to go for the, P for the MMORPGs. Or Nintendo, of course. Both sides of the coin have, of course, had the best ratings when it comes to those. But that being said, we're starting to see a little more. Microsoft has so many studios under their belts right now that they have no choice but to get into either gaming aspects. And I think they're finally listening to the users. 
The fact that the MMORPGs are starting to show up in the Xbox community is pretty awesome. So if we can see more of those, that's going to be fantastic. Conan Exiles just dropped a big change up in their lineup. Ark has dropped their latest change up. I mean, we're going to see both of those are going to be a big factor at E3. And I think we're going to see a little bit of the gameplay shown on that. But you're also going to see things like New Genesis, Fantasy Star Online. Whether we think that's an MMORPG, it is and it isn't. It's an open world. The biggest thing about the open world concepts, like the Mi Minecrafts and the Arcs and things like that, is it gets your community engaged. It gets them to become more of a team aspect as opposed to a one-off. The, the days of playing, you know, the you know, shoot 'em ups by yourself is gone. I saw in the list that we're going to see something with Rainbow Six. That's pretty exciting. I haven't seen a new Rainbow Six game in forever. So let's see something new for us. Call of Duty, I'm sorry, you guys have run your gambit. It's time to shelve Call of Duty. Let's move on. Let's pick up a different war game. Let's create something new. Who knows? World of Tanks, World of um, Warships. Like, come on, you guys. You have the software to build Mech Assault. Build it. Why not put it back out there in the universe? I have to say... As a gamer, I picked up MechWarrior. I was a little disappointed. I'm disappointed in the fact that it doesn't have any co-op play. It's just not, it's not well ingrained. It's not, you know, easy to play. It's not fun. I mean, come on. Open it up, guys. You guys have the software. You have the background. Set it up so we can go mech on mech, man. The mechs are there. Just open it up for us. Let us shoot each other. We'll be really happy. And of course, anybody who was a Mechasol gamer way back in the day, I mean, we're talking 20 years ago, we have been jonesing for a new Mechasol in forever. Come on, give it to us. You know you want to. You know you want to bring us all back. I talk about it every year at E3. I talk about it just before E3. I talk about it after E3. I, before E3, I'm very excited because there's always that guy out there that says, oh, we're going to see a new Mech Assault this year. Then when E3 launches, it's a very disappointing two or three days because you never hear the Mech Assault name come up. And then after E3, you're pissed right off because you still didn't see the Mech Assault game. So, Mech Warrior, not a bad game to play if you don't mind the one-off stuff, playing it on your own. You can play with your friends, up to four players. However, the way that it's playing is not always mm, nice. But, and of course, you can't shoot each other. So what fun is that? If I can't knock your mech down with my PPC, there's an issue. Anyhow, that's my little rant about Mech Assault. I promise I won't talk about it now until the after the E3. And I have to say, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. This is me signing off for today. I will check in with you over the next few days. As we get closer to E3, I will drop some more info for you. I will drop some more info on my Facebook page. If you are around and you want to join or talk to me or have a conversation, please hit me up, evilfishyx at gmail.com. Or you can, of course, send me a message on uh, Xbox. I'm always there. I'm listed as Lady Spider, L-D-Y, Spider, S-P-Y-D-E-R. Hit me up. Have a conversation. Let's get involved about the con tent of my podcast. If you want to be on my podcast or you have an opinion that you would like to voice on my podcast, 
I would love to have you on. Thank you. Have a great day. It is a lady spider, a.k.a. Evil Fishy. It is June 8th. We are just a few days out from E3. I hope you have a fantastic day. Totally Fragged Podcast. Peace out.